Professional welder Shayna Ford used VR training developed by ForgeFX to hone her skills as a welder. The more time that you spend practicing it, that's what separates a good welder from a great welder. VR training can help students like Shayna repeatedly practice specific skills. Virtual reality definitely helps because the more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Explore more stories like Shayna's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. Hey, dudes. Uh, so I know we're talking about Pokemon Sleep this yeah. week. We've all been playing yep. it. Um, I don't know if I'm going to say this on the pod, but I'll just tell you before we start recording. Oh, okay. Uh, I figured out how to get to the end game. I figured out how to beat this thing. To beat Pokemon Sleep? Yeah, there, I think it's I, just, yeah. a, just track it. It's not like a... No, you, there's an ending. You can you can beat it. You can roll credits on this thing. You can roll credits on Pokemon Sleep? Yeah. Because I thought it was just, just going to be like an ongoing like Pokemon Go style app where it's like you, you log in every day, you play a little bit more, but... Okay, yeah, sure, dude. Tell us what how. What is it? You gotta sleep forever if you catch my drift. You beat Pokemon sleep when you die. What? <laughs> Wait. First off, how do you know this? How did you figure it out? Yeah. Okay, so I don't know if you all have heard of flatlining. Oh, no. That's where you intentionally stop your heart for a moment before getting zapped back to life in that like 1980s and then remade movie Flatliners. Yeah, it was in it was in a couple of documentaries. Uh, so I was I was doing a like I was flatlining right, and I had my Pokemon sleep going, and I just started to see the Wait, like the beginnings. What do you of, mean yeah. you were flatlining? You know, I just had a rig. I was stopping my heart intentionally uh, with electricity and. Uh, had a little timer to sort of resuscitate myself uh, after just a few minutes um, before my brain shut down. But as I was doing that, you know, like like everything goes to white. I was getting that DMT hit. Uh, I was seeing a bunch of, you know, childhood memories and stuff just flooding back. And then I started to just see uh, an ending cinematic uh, that's like, congratulations. And my Snorlax is there and all my, my sleeping Pokemon friends and they're all sleeping. Um, they're like waving in their sleep. Uh, and it starts to play for just a second. I'm like, oh, my God, I'm going to get some closure on this thing. And then, you know, I came pop back to life. Um, so anyway, what I'm saying is, like, to see the full movie, you just got to die for good. I, I I don't. I don't know. Are you in? No, I'm not. Are we in? I'm not in. I don't. OK. First off, I don't know how to. Because I'm in. No, what do you mean? You're no, no. Wait, Nick, what are you doing? I see this thing. What are you doing? Don't go to that machine. Well, Nick, what? don't go to that machine. Well, no. Don't do it right here. Flatline a little no, bit. Don't play right now. Don't do it. Don't do it, Nick. I'll, look, I'll just flatline a little bit, then we'll do the episode. No. Flatline a little bit. See the, maybe I'll see Nick, the ending. don't do it. Oh, my God. I'm going to see the ending. Oh, my God. <laughs> Wait, this looks like a rig he uses to jerk off. <laughs> <laughs> Right, so some people define flatlining different. <laughs> we collect photographs of slumbering geodudes and cook our Snorlax bean burger curry as we discuss sleep gamification mobile app Pokemon Sleep this week on Get Played.
I've been thinking about trying a different voice for this, more akin to an NPR, uh, Nick Weiger adjacent voice. Okay, sure. So let's try this. Should, huh? I said I think that's fine, and I also think you should keep this explanation in. Okay. All right, great. Welcome to Get Played, your one-stop show for good games, bad games, and every game in between. It's time to Get Played. I'm your host, Heather Ann Campbell, along with my fellow host, Nick Weiger. Oh, hi there. That's me, Nick Weiger, and I'm here with our third host, Matt Apodaca. Hello, everyone! We <laughs> <laughs> can't even try. It's like two NPR hosts and a shock jock. <laughs> That'd be a fun dynamic. No one's tried that be. yet in podcasting. It'd be funny. Uh, hi, everyone. Hello, everyone, and welcome uh-huh. back to the premiere <laughs> video game podcast where this week we're talking about Pokemon Sleep. Wow. Uh, which was... An adventure. I gotta and say, guess yeah. Who, guess, yeah, guess who suggested this game? <laughs> Look. <laughs> did I buy a peripheral? Is this a way to sort of justify that purchase? Perhaps. <laughs> I I have the original. Well, we'll get into all this. Yes. So, and also every sentence I talk about with games starts with me being like, so I have the original (laughs) blister pack for the keychain accessory for Final Fantasy online. Did now you're doing a third voice. This is who who is this character? <laughs> that's that's me naturally. That's true, Heather. <laughs> that's true, Heather. Every sentence more afraid. <laughs> so do you okay, before we there's so many cool things to talk about in this life, but talking about peripherals is there? that you buy specifically Yeah, there are. Um although I gotta get my boy out of jail. Looks like looks like he's gonna get Hold on. He's like, <laughs> wait, wait a minute. <laughs> That could be anybody. <laughs> I'm talking about the big DT. He was indicted on oh, another no. set of oh, false yeah, charges. Yeah, I, know, I, I forgot. Know. Yeah, you We're moved to Europe that. and everything sort of just changed a little bit for you. Yeah. Uh, no, uh, before I forget. So speaking of strange peripherals that you buy for a game. Peripherals? Peripherals? Peripheral. That you buy for a peripheral. That's a weird word. Um, one of my favorite strange peripherals I purchased was the official Final Fantasy Eleven clock, which was <laughs> synchronized to Earth and Vanadeel time, the mm. online the online clock, which had its own moon phases and like months. And there were specific bonuses that you would get, say, in fishing, uh, if you knew what moon moon phase and like time of day you were fishing. So it was a clock that had normal time and then indecipherable time. Like if you came over to my apartment, you'd be like, what the fuck is this clock? I recognize (laughs) some of the numbers. (laughs) And then it had you could set alarms for moon phases and times in Vanadil. So you could set, like, it would be like, oh, fuck, the alarm's going off. I got to go fish. Wow. It was um, one of my strangest. Per- How are you guys doing? 
I mean, I don't know how to follow that. I'm I've fine. never owned a special clock, Heather, okay? You win. <laughs> you have a regular clock. Sorry. I don't know if I can find it. I wonder where it is. Actually, I did have the, the Taco Bell, uh, I had the Taco Bell tie-in watch for the movie Congo. So I did have, that was a cool watch I had. I had the Simpsons cool watches from Burger King. I had. Okay, yeah. Yeah. So there you go. So, someday I'm going to have that Final Fantasy Seiko watch. It's going to be great. Yeah. That watch is cool. I feel I'm like as time watch. goes on, time, mm. it becomes more attainable. Uh, I feel like we checked in on it. I feel like, <laughs> That feels like something we checked in on early in the show's run, and we're like, it's $1,000. That's insane. And now it's like, mm, you can get it for like 250 bucks. Like, you can you can get it. Wait, we we checked in on that early in the show's run? I feel like it's something we've like talked about a bit. Because I love like this the, watch. The last time definitely we talked, talked about, about watch, it wasn't yes. the first time I had heard no, about it. I that sounds correct. God, I want that watch. It's so pretty. But you're wrong about it going down in price. I think it's going up in price. Oh, wow. Sheesh. I was going to say, we should just get it and lure Heather back to the U.S. with it. <laughs> we got oh, a Heather. watch for you. <laughs> <laughs> I did see a cool watch here in Amsterdam. At uh, the, they got watches there? They do, they do. Uh, at the Van Gogh Museum. Uh, they had a watch that was shaped the way that Van Gogh painted the watch. Mm. So it was all like warped <laughs> and like cool. kind of floppy looking. Uh, and you could, pay, but not too distress. It wasn't like a Dali, like okay. melting clock. That's what I was thinking. But just yeah. slightly oblong and like a little weird at the bottom. And the numbers were hand painted on the face. Anyway, okay. These well. painters. Can I just say something real quick? They're like, they're twisted. They're sick. Paint it normal. Well, you know, there are some, it, it was like that That came like later, I feel like, in art history. Like for a long time, people were trying to, to do their best to depict reality. And then the photograph comes around and they're like, well, now we, what are we going to do? This, you know? Yeah, this I guess thing painting ain't my is a dead art. What am I going to do? Yeah. Painting? I can't paint. I can't paint like a photograph. And they're like, well, let's let's come up with some weird shit. This is not a pipe. How about that? Want to paint a pipe and say it's not a pipe? Is your mind fucking blown? <laughs> Does everybody have a favorite painting? Yeah, uh, I'm sure we do. The, the this is not a pipe painting. <laughs> <laughs> I really love Blue Boy. That's a great painting. That's oh at the yeah, Huntington Library. But I think I'm partly biased because I've seen it in person multiple times. I, Look yeah. at that fucking thing. How does, does someone do that? I took my mom to go see Blue Boy. I yeah. had never seen him before, and I saw it. And I go to the Huntington quite a bit actually. And I was just like, "Look at this guy! Isn't this nuts?" And she was like, "Yeah, yeah it's all right." <laughs> She's like, "She didn't care." <laughs> I like this painting by William Adolphe, I think it's Beaujolais, mm -hmm. called A Young Girl Defending Herself Against Love. I like I like this painting. It's at the Getty in Los Angeles. You guys could probably look it up. A young girl defending herself against love. Oh yeah. It's got like a, a little a little like um a little cupid kid with like a oh like yeah a, this is a good bow or an oh, arrow yeah. and this she's is... trying to huh i was just gonna say this is a, a, an unutilized meme format but keep going <laughs> all the best paintings can be memes easily yeah. it's a what yeah so it, can you description tether i'm sorry I cut you off no it's it's just it's a it's a little cherub trying to stab a woman uh with his arrow so that she would fall in love with somebody and she's kind of pushing it 
away playfully, but not too playfully. Her titties are out because, yes. you know, it's a painting type. Yeah, first thing uh, I blocked. One of my fa- one of my favorite things about the Getty uh collection online mm-hmm. is that they also show you the back of the painting. That is really cool. So you can see the frame that it's in, I guess. It's all I don't know. Up back there, yeah. It is pretty fucked up back there. But that's one uh, of my favorite paintings. I love mine that painting. Is more contemporary, but there's just something about it that I really love. Uh it's it's by David Hockney. Okay. And it's called A Lawn Being Sprinkled. And it's just a lawn with sprinklers going, and that's all it is. But I just, I love it. I don't know why. I just, I love it. That is a cool oh, painting. Oh, that is a cool painting. There's something about it that just, like, I just, like, I love it. It's my, it's like, it's just my favorite. It's, you know what, what's cool, because I'm, I'm looking at this, I'm really briefly skimming the history here, but this is, uh, this is, uh, it came, it, created in 1967 yeah but it kind of looks like like very early computer art you yeah. know what i mean it's this this kind of spare uh geometrical sort of presentation it looks like something that you would do in like a, a predecessor to to uh, to photoshop that's yeah. really cool yeah, that's a really cool painting. I just think look it's at us. A, just look at just yeah, we're all just a bunch of art freaks, you know. Like it, it sounds like we don't really know a lot of stuff because we're talking about video games all the time, but we're actually really cultured and we know about art. So, yeah, yeah I bet you didn't know that. Blue Boys yeah. by the uh, the English portrait painter uh, Thomas Gainsborough. Just wanted to throw that name out. Yeah, there. look at us. Look I've at never. Us. This is what happens when we do an NPR voice at the top of the show. We end yeah. up talking about <laughs> art. Yeah, yeah. What else do we talk about on NPR? Uh, um, uh, shoot. Um, uh, uh, lawyers, 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 uh, uh, lawyers. Well, we, we uh, I feel like uh, we we've talked about we've talked economy. about soup in the past. That sort of like fits too. I think. I think that's yeah. like is on soup is on brand for. Yeah, it. that's like look. We're like listeners. You're getting a tote bag. People would fucking flip for a tote bag. Hmm. I'll see what I can do about it. (laughs) (laughs) But no, we're going to talk about a different sort of art, as we usually do. The art of gaming. Yes, the new new emerging (laughs) dominant art form, video games. I think if museums had video games in it instead, they'd be cooler. Yeah, so it should be better. arcades. Yeah. Like, take out Blue Boy and put in fuck, like a fucking Adam's Family pinball. <laughs> I, the Huntington Library would, the attendance would shoot up. If I had my, uh, and I'm not going to get into the history of the Huntington Library, look it up uh, if you like. If I had my own version of that, it would just be like, this is his PlayStation 2 room. And <laughs> it'd be a bunch of PlayStation 2 stuff. <laughs> Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows VR training platforms like ForgeFX help students master their skills. There's a big learning curve with welding. Virtual reality simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. So we, we are going to talk about games uh, and we should talk about what we're playing now. But before we do that, I kind of think we should try to figure out what we're going to be talking about at the end of the month. Oh, yes. As yes. Uh, we do this on the on the show sometimes where we kind of fig- we kind of figure out live what we're going to talk about I for thought... We Play, You Play. That's our that's our one episode that we dedicate to talking about playing through one game I or we playing, were... you know, 
What, 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 what's that? I thought we were going to do your fishing game that you love. Well, we didn't talk. We didn't set. We didn't lock it in. We just like floated some options. No one was like, hey, oh, we're okay. going to do this. Well, then great. I mean, we could, would that be helpful if I just then. started to do that? If I just started to be like, hey, this is what we're doing and like didn't make it a question? <laughs> I would love that. But I, I'm just going to say, I mean, I, that that's the thing you realize when you're when you're uh, like uh, a little bit more of an adult of just like yeah. how much of like, oh, people just want someone to make a decision yes. and they don't want it to be them. Yeah, absolutely. Like it's like, yeah, that's like people who are who are characterized as leaders really are just decisive, good or bad. They're just like, well, that person yeah. decided where we're going to have for lunch, so I'll just follow their lead. Uh, okay, so here, here's a few things. The, 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 Nick, you're going to eat a hot dog for lunch. Man. <laughs> Way ahead of you. Uh, so it is morning. <laughs> yeah, I see uh, a pack of empty hot dogs. <laughs> Uh, so okay, the, that that fishing game you like, uh, Heather. I believe you were talking about Dave the Diver, which is a game I've been playing. We, I would, I think it would be fun to do an episode about it. That's one option. We also could do another fishing game that people like that is very zeitgeisty right now. Is Dredge? Uh, Dredge is like kind of a horror fishing game, which hmm. I, like I've heard is really good. Uh, and um, it's just kind of like an interesting premise, and it's got like a lot of lore, which might give us some something to talk about. And it's available on more platforms. It looks yeah, like. it's a little bit more. I think I think it's on Switch. What's it available on? It's on everything. Yeah, it's on PS5, everything. Yeah, yeah. Switch, uh, PC, PlayStation, Xbox. So that's a I think a, a pretty good option too. Uh, the big boy we could talk about, uh, and I don't think we're going to commit to this, but the big boy we could talk about is Baldur's Gate Three. Uh, which is out today as of this recording. Now that's a big honkin' RPG, and we just did a big honkin' RPG. So, and I think I, this I, is I, the biggest, and this, most honkinest RPG of the year. It sounds they like. don't they don't get much more honkin' than than Baldur's Gate Can as a franchise. It, it what is Baldur's Gate on? Uh, it's just on PC right now. I think it comes out of early access today as of this record. Well, then that is not an option for me as I don't oh, have yeah. a gaming PC here in. Amsterdam. And you don't have your uh, Steam Deck? Steam Deck? No, I do not. I had to pack light. All right, so we can rule out Baldur's Gate 3. Uh, let's see, what else we have? Uh, there was something else I was thinking of. What if we played Armor Armored Core for 48 hours straight when it comes out, and, and then we just cover that? <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what? what's the release date for Armored Core 6? It comes out Six, August right? 25th. Oh, yeah, we would not be able to do that because we're recording that like that day, right? I think so, yeah. Okay, yeah. So we can't we can't do Armor Core Six. Uh, uh, so I think maybe uh, I was I think Dave the Diver Dredge Dredge is maybe looking like the the favorite right now because it's. Uh, I wish you know, we could hear the audience mm -hmm. like talk, like saying yeah yeah or no no. <laughs> uh, another uh, I'm just gonna throw out a couple more. Um, one is uh, Celeste. Which is a game I played and love, oh. uh, and that is just came to Game Pass. Uh, that's been out for a few years, but it's an awesome, awesome platformer. It's challenging. It's got gr a great story. Uh, I think that would be that's one good option. And then the other one is a game that we talked that we touched on in the podcast, but that we never actually got to. Um, but we did the original uh, back in our old format, Coffee Talk Episode Two. So we oh, could do yeah. coffee talk too. I don't. I, I'm. I'm probably. I'm probably leaning dredge, but I think there's some good options there. Well, uh, I, I'll also recommend uh, 
yet again. Um, Killer Seven, which I think is out on Switch. Let's see. Yeah, what Killer can we play Seven. Killer Seven on? Uh oh no. Killer Seven was not brought to Switch. But it yet. is on. I mean, it is on Steam, so it's on Steam. But then Heather can't play again. Mm. We got. We, I'm always pushing for Killer we Seven. We will Let's do play, it. Wait, wait. When can we? What else can we? Don't you didn't bring your fucking GameCube or some shit? What do you? Do you, do you, do you, do you have? Do you have no options? I have Switch, PS5, and Mac. Okay, that's a lot of options. That's pretty good. Well, that's why that's like Dredge is probably the safest right now. But then Dave the Diver is also an option because it's available on Steam, Mac OS. What I like right. about what I like about Killer Seven though is it's retro, and I think one thing we've stopped we kind of stopped doing with the We Play You Play that we used to do more is play like an older game, uh, and uh, playing a game from two thousand five or whenever is just like that's cool. That's a that's a cool use I think of the format. Well, it doesn't just have to be whatever the new release is. Heather's gonna be back. This could like I probably cut this part, but Heather's gonna be back in September, right? What if we yeah. do Killer Seven in September? Because we don't have like, there's not a big release I think in September. Uh, yeah, except fucking Starfield. Oh shit! Bat. Fuck. And Armored Core. Oh shit! Armored Core. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> I just like Armored Core. I don't think about Starfield because I can't. I like can't think about it. Yeah, I I don't know what I'm gonna do with that. I also might still be like, uh, there's another world I think where we cover Baldur's Gate three in September. Yeah, you know that's just a big meaty boy. Um, but yeah, okay, okay. I kind of like fishing. I like fishing as an idea, and I don't. I know this is maybe like I don't. I don't want to be. I don't want to be the guy that's uh, making. A decision, but it sounds uh -huh. like we have a lot of options and somebody needs to pick, right? So yeah, no. dredge. why don't we say dredge? Let's pick dredge. Dredge well, dredge is great. Dredge is on everything and yeah. it's it's it came out this year and people really like it and I think it'll give us a lot to talk about. Let's do well so okay, so I can say definitively this month's we play you play is dredge we'll do killer a full, seven so discussing dredge <laughs> on that will release on monday august 28th uh i i do think we should slot in a, a killer seven episode though okay even if it's just uh not just a even if it's a game and tell well i haven't played it you've never played it i've played like the first like oh, Heather, what hour are you doing? of Come it on. hold on i'm talking about like, it's your like favorite game first... on earth <laughs> I've played it for the first hour and I was like, oh, someday I'm going to put a lot of time into this. So, like, this right. is a fucking game. And then never got back to it. So this podcast is the perfect opportunity okay. for me to play Killer 7. That makes total sense. Yeah. I, I think we could say we could. Why don't we do it? And, you know, we'll do it th this year. We'll do it. If, if September doesn't make sense, we'll slot it in for October or November. Wow. We'll, we'll have Killer 7 on the, in the docket. That's that's huge. Great. That's huge. Great. Killer Great. Seven's on the menu. I don't know what that is. I think you were talking about li li meats back on the menu. You just got lunch on the brain. But I think that's what you're referencing. Get me some hot dogs, dude. So we're playing Dredge. We're we're gonna do Dredge. <laughs> Dredge. Uh, get it on your platform of choice. It should be on everything. And we're we're gonna do we're gonna talk about that in a few weeks. All right. Should we also read Old Man in the Sea simultaneously? Honestly. <laughs> Maybe I, I, from what I know, it's a little bit more Lovecraftian. Oh. Like it's got like some hor some some distinct horror elements. But, hmm. um, but yeah, we should read Old Man in the Sea by Ernest Hemingway. 
Because we don't I've just never read talk it all about video through. games. We talk about all kinds of art now. That's the show. All right, let's let's get on Get Play. (laughs) (laughs) Old Man in the Sea was first published in 1952. At a slim 127 pages, it barely qualifies as a novella, yet its impact is far greater than its page length. Fucking drag his ass. Anyway, (laughs) write a couple more pages, you bitch, you lazy bitch. (laughs) Hey, guys, should we start the show? Yeah. Yeah, let's get into the show. It's time to talk about some video games we're playing right now. It's what are you playing? What are you playing? Okay, I was just wondering. What are you playing? Yeah, I was wondering if he was going to show up. I guess he didn't show up. He's busy. Also in jail. Uh, so, <laughs> uh, who wants to start? Matt, I'll you start. Heather, you start. Jesus. <laughs> I realized I need to make a decision, and then you you made one. So, so I have continued down the Final Fantasy 16 journey. Oh. I put in another 10 hours, I think, over the last mm-hmm. uh, week. Um. I am now at a chapter for those of you who've played all the way through called The Last King. Mm. Um, My complaints about the game still stand, but not not unlike a book that you've spent a lot of time reading and you're like, well, I don't want to put down the book. Right. Even though I'm not enjoying myself. I am am going to finish it. Of Old Man in the Sea. I might as well see this through to the end. I so there is a a a thing you unlock in the game which are like combat challenges where you're only allowed one icon and you have to defeat these guys in under a certain amount of time. And I know I like it's eye rolly for me to be like the combat's too easy, but at no point during any of these challenges did I was I ever like there's no I I beat each one of them without having to strategize anything like and typically you you get time bonuses when you pull off certain combos and I was like I don't want to fucking read these combos but natural the natural play style of the combat allows you to add time so you'd finish these challenges with more time than you started like five minutes instead of three um i really want this game to be good i really want it to be good it's so weird that it's not good it bums me out makes me sad anyway i'm at the last king i don't know how far i have left to go i was thinking gently about platinuming this game because it is pretty easy but then i saw that one of the trophies you need in order to platinum it is to beat it twice yeah mm. and i was like fuck that like if you're not going to give me the final <laughs> fantasy mode you don't force me to sit through all of these fucking cutscenes well, again and some of the trophies are ultra specific that like i got quite a few of them uh like i could honestly like just like a complete accident it's like hit someone five times doing this particular thing i was like well i would like never attempt to do that like i would just like it just right. would, it just happened on its own uh i would yeah. i don't think i would go i have the patience to go through and get a trophy in a specific way you know what i mean yeah yep so anyway i i i played um i played final fantasy 16 um, and that's what I've been playing. But I also want to take this moment 
uh, to announce on the podcast uh, the Get Played Get Together in Amsterdam wow. will be at Blast Galaxy on August 12th. Oh, I should have wow. done the World Warrior thing. I'll put it in. Okay, great. So, what, what are you going to put it right here? Yeah. Amsterdam! Okay, great. So, August 12th, 2 p.m., Blast Galaxy in Amsterdam. It's an arcade and bar. Um, and the first 10 people to show up will get in free. After that, you got to pay your $15 to get in. But all the video games are free to play after 15 bucks. It's one of those models. It sounds like a cool place. You know, How do you get in for is. free? Do you say, like, I'm here for the Get Played Get Together? Yeah. I, well, I bought 10 people tickets. Oh, that's nice. So just if you, they see you. Well, I'll, yeah, I'll be at the... You'll be at the gate. I'll be at the gate. Do you work or there? Whatever, or I'll tell... Do I work? I do have a job. Okay, got it. Now this is making sense. <laughs> so you'll be at the door checking people's IDs and stuff and, you know. I'll be, in a, I'll be in like a little apron that'll look really official yeah. and like a stripey shirt or I don't, I don't know. I've yeah. never been to this place. I know um, it's free to play, but will you have one of those things on your belt that has like the quarter like dispensers on it and you can like. Yeah, those yeah. things are cool. Yeah, except I'm gonna fill it. I'm gonna fill it with Pringles. <laughs> They're just gonna crunch. There's gonna be a bunch of crumbs in your hand afterward. Uh, so yeah, um, that's that's that. And maybe, just maybe, you'll see Nick there too. Is that true? TBD. No, it's not. Wait, what? Imagine Nick in a different country. No. I'm not, I'm not going to cross the fucking ocean for this. <laughs> if a sort of Pangea happened by the yes. time this happened, where that connected Europe to the United States in some way without an ocean, Nick's there. Yeah, I'm open to a, a you know, a rail journey across Pangea. That actually sounds awesome. <laughs> but a bullet train across a supercontinent? Mm, maybe you'll see Brad Pitt. My my dreams. <laughs> Uh, Matt, what have you been playing? Okay. Uh, I'm still playing Final Fantasy IV, and I'm, I'm enjoying it quite a bit. I just got to the Twins. Wow. Uh, so it's still Pull kind them of, and pour them, right? Yeah, that's right. Uh, I feel like it's still pretty early. I'm about five hours in, I think. Um, but uh, I'm enjoying that quite a bit, and uh, I, 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 I'm, I'm pretty laser-focused. I was talking to you guys about this, I think, off, off pod. Uh, if I sort of just ignore all the other releases that are coming out until October, I think I can yes. get through quite a few of these. Uh, right. If I just really set my mind to it. But as it stands, I don't know <laughs> how possible that is. Um, but we'll, we'll see. Uh, but I, 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 but I am enjoying them, and I, I don't plan to stop. But I was, and I was in the desert this last weekend, uh, avoiding death. And because, you know, it was uh, in, the, in the triple digits uh, and it, wow. was, it, was, it, was, it was pretty hot. I think the hottest it got was 117 degrees. Um, but I was in a place with central AC and that was nice. But I was in, in a... Or since, since we've established that we have listeners across the world, uh, that's, that's 48 degrees Celsius. That's a hot, that's a hot temperature. Yeah, pretty hot. hot. Pretty hot. Uh uh, Santana and uh, Rob Thomas, they'd have something to say about that. Um, mm. Man, it's a hot one. Um, 
Got it. That's all they'd have to say about it. That's like uh, the only thing they say. The rest of the song is about being smooth. Um, but, <laughs> uh, I was I was in a desert with a bunch of my friends from high school, and uh, we were just like having a get together and uh, having a nice weekend together. And uh, and my girlfriend was there, and it was it was great. It was a lot of fun. I took something that we used to do together in high school with me. My entire rock band setup that I've had wow. since since then. <laughs> And we had a fucking blast. It's still so good. It's such a fun thing to do in a group. I wish um, I had purchased uh, a newer mo- a newer model when Rock Band Four came out uh, because my 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 setup is working, but it is it's just janky. It's just a little janky from it being. 15 years old or something like it's it's old uh so uh not 15 years 15 yeah i think so just about um but it is we had a lot of fun i took rock band 2 3 and the beatles with me and my ps3 and i was uh texted i texted in the group my guitar wasn't working that much it was working the fret buttons were working fine but the whammy bar was damaged and i like watched a youtube video on like how to open the back of it. There's 16 screws on the back of the guitar. That's a lot. Of, that's a lot. Yeah. Yeah. And they're all like, they're long. They're like just in there. Like it's, uh, they really get them in there. So that, that honestly took longer than the repair itself, screwing and unscrewing the, uh, the, the screws. But there was uh the whammy bar part has a spring in it that was damaged just from overuse and, and several moves. And so I took that out and was like, oh, I got to replace this with something. I don't have an extra screw lying around. What am I going to do? What am I going to find that has that sort of like that uh, elasticity, that, that give and take? And I had a rubber band nearby and I was like, I'll just use this rubber band. And I swapped it out for a rubber band and I had to like tie it up a little bit so that it would be the right sort of... Uh, uh, you know, elasticity and and length, and it works great. It worked just fine. Wow! Uh, and worked all weekend. Wow! Wow! Yeah, so that, that's that's me. I played some rock band for the first time in a long time, and my girlfriend uh, had never played it before, and wow. was, was immediately great at it. Was was doing great. Didn't I didn't have oh. to explain much at all. She was like, I get it. The colors are coming, and I hit the color when it hits. When I get it. That's cool as hell. <laughs> yeah, it was really cool. What about you, Nick? Nick. Thank you for asking. Uh, so I, 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 I've been kind of a light gaming week, uh, you know, finishing up the uh, the Case of the Golden Idol DLC, which I talked about last time, and I don't feel like I need to talk about again because I don't really have any new thoughts outside of if you like this sort of game, if you like anything that involves uh, puzzles and narrative, and you have not checked out the Case of the Golden Idol, strongly recommended. And if you did play the base game, but you haven't yet played the DLC, the DLC uh, is more what you love about it. Definitely check out the DLC. But I've mostly been clearing the decks, gaming-wise, uh, to create space for a game we already mentioned, uh, Baldur's Gate 3, mm-hmm. which is out of early access as of today's record. I actually checked. I wonder if it's up If it's up yet. I actually checked. It was still labeled as early access Nope, look like it's it looks like uh, the, this morning before we started, but it looks like it's it's finally out of early access now. Um, so official release today, August third uh, on PC anyway, and I think it's coming to to other platforms next month. 
so this is developed by uh, Larian Studios. Larian uh, made the, uh, you know, the Divinity um, franchise, uh, Divinity Original Sin 2, a game I've stopped and started a few times. Uh, it's just extremely, these these dense layered uh story heavy rpgs uh so i'm interested in their take on the baldur's gate franchise because it is a franchise i really like uh it and and it is one of those things that kind of hit me in at, at a point in, in a lot in my life where it kind of like affected my tastes in gaming mm-hmm. uh you know baldur's gate one and two uh, when those came out uh these uh the, the you know the, the games that put bioware on the map and uh, they they just sort of were like RPGs, and I played a lot of PC RPGs at that point, but not ones that had just like so much story, so much dialogue, uh, so much at least perceived player uh, agency in terms of like how you could build your character. It, 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 incredible, uh, like just one of my favorite character creation uh, systems ever. And then just like, you know, it, the, the way you could sort of role play your character throughout. And also just like really really well-written dialogue. And so from the Baldur's Gate games uh, came Icewind Dale, which was like more combat heavy, and then Planescape Torment, one of my favorite games of all time, which was more story heavy and kind of background at the combat. And that that in that uh, in and of itself was like a big thing in terms of, okay, I see what I like about these sorts of games. And what I like about this is just, you know, you get to like role play your character. And I like that you get to like figure out uh, who this character is in this. It, it, it you're, you're along, you're, you're on kind of this conveyor belt of narrative, but you get to decide what direction you're going to, you're going to take things. Uh, and, you know, and then I think like probably the, Best version of that is a game we've talked about at length on this podcast, a game that was influenced by uh, Planescape Torment, uh, Disco Elysium, where you see, like, you know, again, the the narrative's kind of going where it's going regardless, but how you roleplay your character, uh, you have so many just just distinct and um, completely different options. Uh, So that was very much the case with, but anyway, uh, this is a rambling way of saying that I'm excited for Baldur's Gate 3 to see what Larian does uh, with this existing property. I I'm honestly didn't read much about how it got wrested away from Bioware exactly. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I, I I should I should figure out some. I'm, I'll, I'll look in the background of that a little bit. Uh, but uh, I, I don't know. That's that's kind of what I'm going to be playing, hopefully. And so uh, so I was just kind of clearing the decks for it. Yeah i I really want to play Baldur's Gate three, but there's just so much going on. There's so much going on, and I, I'm honestly like I've got other stuff going on in my life that kind of, in a lot of ways, might pl- preclude me playing, committing to a hundred-hour RPG right now. Except that I really want to see what they do with it. Yeah. Uh, and again, I just have like a history with the also Baldur's Gate Dark Alliance, like those games, those were the action RPGs were like I have a lot of fondness for those too. So I, I just kind of want to see what where they go with it, and and also I think because it's been an early access for so long. Um, I'm kind of anticipating it being a, a pretty polished project, uh, product on release date. Yeah. So, and, but yeah, okay. It's so it's weird. horny too. It, oh, it's overtly horny. Uh, the, the original games were horny. They just didn't have as, they didn't, you know, didn't depict stuff graphically the way this game seems to be doing. Um, Matt, like what you're saying, I think this is going to be, this is going to be an interesting game because if it's successful, it will be like a, a Witcher 3 or a Grand Theft Auto 3, like a third mm-hmm. entry in a franchise that kind of has a little bit more mainstream success. 
Um, and I, I like, I, I, again, I'll just be interested to see what the reception is. this game let's talk about pokemon sleep Honk. that's the game me, that we me, decided what kind of doing a classic cartoon oh sleep sorry guys sound. i just i fell asleep a little bit yeah pokemon sleep was first announced way back in 2019 and it was during a uh a press conference um and i was so fucking hype i was like oh my god oh my god a, a video game that you play by sleeping a pokemon game that you i'm a, a big metrics person i love checking all of my metrics I, I wear my apple watch religiously i upgraded to the new one because it had a temperature sensor and i was like oh i need that i need to know what my temperature is all the time mm -hmm. um but this game was not did not come out in 2020 as was expected and instead uh was pushed all the way to july 17th 2023 in a bunch of territories and then july 20th 2023 in japan and the united states which is really when it came on my radar i didn't know this thing was was happening until matt was like hey pokemon sleep is out <laughs> And I was like, okay, I really, yeah, I not unlike Heather, yeah, I was not, I was not, I had not clocked this at all. Uh, I, I, I had been following the, um, well, not following the development, but I remember when they announced it and was like, what is that? I'll, I'll check it out when it's out, and then, uh, just can been wondering and wondering when it would be coming out until it finally did. And I was like, oh, here we go, great. Uh, I remember it was maybe not the last. It was it was right around when Pokemon um, Scarlet and Violet was coming out. They had like a Pokemon Direct or something, and they announced the um, the peripheral, the Pokemon Go Plus Plus, which is um, it functions as a an auto catcher for Pokemon Go, uh, mm. and it spins um, Pokemon uh, Poke Stops in the game as well for you if you have the app open if you have it synced and uh you're doing it and um i've been doing that a little bit too just like as i'm out and about and so i ha so i have this thing i ordered it because i was like oh that'd just be like a funny thing to have <laughs> when i saw that they were taking pre-orders for it like last year or something or you know earlier this year i was like oh, i'll get that like so when it comes out i'll be ready right. for pokemon sleep if it ever comes out and if it doesn't, I'll just have this thing that's kind of funny. Uh, but I got this, and so I had it a few days before the app came out. And um, I was using it to track my sleep because there was a quest in Pokemon Go that you can uh, get a Snorlax with a sleeping hat on if you, cool. if you if you finish the quest. And I somehow got two of them. I don't know if that's, like, allowed, but I somehow got two. Um, but this thing vibrates so goddamn loud. And like violently, like if it's just sitting on a table or something, or like if it's in your pocket while you're driving, it's just like, it's like gen one phone vibration. 
<laughs> and it's it's yeah. I remember that. I used to keep I, when I kept a flip phone in my pocket. Yeah, I would get like when my phone was out of my pocket, I would just get like a muscle spasm in my quadricep from yeah. like where the buzzing used to be. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but this is the this is the thing right here. I have it right here in my hands. It's just it's small, flat kind of. It's not. I was kind of bummed. Looks like a slider, about the size of a slider. Well, Nick, Nick's so hungry. Looks like a cookie. Yeah, maybe like a cookie, like a a cookie with like kind of a meat patty in the middle. <laughs> what the heck? Fuck? This guy, this guy, he's starving. Uh, but I, this, I, so I have it, and my biggest complaints about it are it vibrates mm -hmm. too loud. You can't turn the vibration off. If you have it on like sound mode it makes noise it, it, there's like a little pikachu in there he makes little pikachu noises uh which is cute um but that is cute it, it looks like it's gonna it looks like when it vibrates it tells you your table's ready at ruby it kind of is like that also like the center thing has a light in it so it does sort of light up too uh but it feels i wish the build was a little nicer like it feels a little cheap for what it is hmm. um like it's a little like clickety clackety kind of it feels like it doesn't feel mm. like it's very sturdy um but isn't that kind of a general note for the pokemon company like i feel like everything that comes out pokemon is like i wish this was like a little less shitty yeah yeah i wish yeah. this was just like a little bit like more polished it's it's certainly like the form factor is fine if it was a little smaller, mm -hmm. I wouldn't be mad. But also, like, I, I do, you don't want to lose this in your bed. Because this is the thing about the app that we'll get into. But you do need to sleep with this in your bed somehow for it to track your sleep. Did you, did you play the game both with your phone and, a, a, and compare how it performed to the Pokemon Go Plus? Um, so I didn't do that. But I did one night sleep with my Apple Watch on. Uh, to compare the accuracy of the sleep tracking, and it was it was pretty close. It wasn't exact. It wasn't one to one, but it was it was pretty it was pretty accurate. For those of you at home who haven't played Pokemon Sleep, here's what the basic game is. It is a sleep tracker that, unless you buy an accessory, you open up an app on your phone, and then you place you. You place the phone face down on your bed, charging, which um, I think is dangerous. Fire, fire departments have asked us not to do. Yes. <laughs> uh, the phone tracks your sleep using both the microphone and the accelerometer in your phone. And then based on how much you sleep, you power up a Snorlax in the game, in the app. And the Snorlax and his sleeping power then attract other Pokemon to sleep nearby. And you can document those Pokemon's sleep habits while also continuing to raise and level up your Snorlax. There are also other features in the game. For example, you have to cook a meal for your Snorlax three times a day. You get these ingredients by having these helper Pokemon who were attracted to Snorlax uh, sort of gather 
ingredients and berries all day long. And then you combine those ingredients into the kind of dish that Snorlax wants to eat and then feed Snorlax. There are also missions and quests like unlock five more Pokemon, level up your Pokemon five times, just like this sort of it's gamification of gamification of your sleep. Mm-hmm. Like you're already gamifying your sleep. Um, and that's the base. It's a lot of tapping the phone and a lot of, a lot. It's kind of also vague. Like there's not a hand holding tutorial at the no. beginning of this game. It sort of drops you in and is like, all right, put your phone down, put your phone down on its face and then go to bed. Well, and so I, so I never got to do it that way. I did because, like, immediately once I had the 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 peripheral, once the app came out, it was like if you have this, you can pair it to the app. And so I've just been using it straightforward from there. So like Nick was asking initial setup questions, we have sort of like different versions of the same game where like got it. I have um, like you, I think on the main menu, like on the main screen in the game it would say like go to sleep or whatever, like, or track sleep. I did have a little icon that says Pokemon go plus, and I can connect to it and set like alarms and things like that with it, uh, which I don't use, but I do. Um, I've checked it every single day, three times a day since I got it. <laughs> I did too, for the purposes of this podcast. Yeah, me too. And I, a few things I'd like to report. One, gamifying my sleep made me so fucking anxious on the first day Mm -hmm. because I think of games as combat. So I was like, (laughs) I have to sleep maximum in order to play this game, which then ruined my sleep. And also I was like, is it, is it working? Is it tracking? Like I, like I've slept one of the worst nights of sleep uh, of my uh, of my last few years was this wow was this first night of Pokemon Sleep. So the second night I was like I already sleep with my Apple Watch on. Matt said that you can upload your sleep later, so I put the phone away and I used my Apple Watch. The problem is the game is not designed to just accept sleep data. Right. It is not if you're using an, an Apple phone like an iPhone. As if there's another Apple phone. Uh, (laughs) It does not synchronize with your health data, either receiving health data nor providing health data to your health app. So even though my watch is tracking my sleep and it has basically the same readout as Pokemon Sleep, you can't transfer that data. So you have to enter it manually. And if you do that, you don't receive bonuses. You don't get the Pokemon unlocked. You don't get sleep styles because the Pokemon sleep styles are based on your sleep style. If you're a deep sleeper, you attract deep sleeping Pokemon. If you are a shallow Sombering sleeper, type. you you unlock uh, dozing yes. Pokemon. Um, but yeah, I got I was so fucking anxious when I was playing this game. I had the exact same experience. Night one, I had a miserable night's sleep. One of the, the probably one of the worst night's sleep of this whole year. And I'm someone who has had a lot of sleep problems. I've been battling insomnia since I was 12 years old, and it is a thing that has really affected you know my uh, professional and personal life in a lot of ways. Uh, it's been an ongoing struggle. I read a book this year called. Uh, Hello Sleep by Jade Wu. It's a, it's the best book I've read on the subject. It's it's one of these these new 
Um, I, I like, you know, it's, it's one of those wellness books that I feel like it, it really drills down the science of things. And then it, uh, but then it also gives you some actionable, uh, steps you can take to improve your own situation. And one of the things that book is very, is pretty stringent about is opposing any sort of sleep tracking. It's basically, first of all, it's saying like the technology doesn't work. Like, it's just like a lot of it is just smoke and mirrors. A lot of it is complete bullshit. Any sort of Fitbit, Apple Watch, uh, you know, phone face down in your pillow situation. It's just going to it's just pseudoscience. You're not actually getting true data that you might get from a sleep lab that could actually, you know, uh, affect things. But the other thing is what you were saying, Heather, is like it actually leads to anxiety. And if you're anxious, you're not going to get more sleep because you're worried like, oh, fuck, I didn't sleep well. I did a bad job at sleeping. And all of a sudden sleep becomes this. Uh, task that you're trying to optimize instead of like a normal body function. You know what I mean? It's just like 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 a normal part of being alive. So yeah, it it put too much on too much stress on me for sleeping. And the per the first night was really bad. The second night was also bad. After that, I think just like general fatigue set me into a, more of a normal sleep pattern. But I really. I think I hated this experience. <laughs> I really did not like Pokemon Sleep at all. Here's the other thing about Pokemon Sleep, and you talked about this, Heather, is for a, a, a thing that is, is meant to gamify sleep tracking, there is a shocking amount of time you have to spend playing this game while you're awake. Yeah. Like, I was just like, all the time I would have been doing, like, you know, like something... Like, I, I don't know, I, like, I, I might have been doing like a language app or like fucking reading something. Instead, I was like on Pokemon sleep trying to make sure I could cook a fucking meal for my Snorlax. I was like, oh, I'm out of ingredients. I got to go to the store to get more uh, ingredient tickets. You know what I mean? It's just like it's it's one of the it's the problem of of mobile game design is because they're designed. They're they're all like these free to play games that they want to incentivize you to spend real money. They're all just like trying to 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 get you in the app as much as possible as frequently as possible and to exhaust resources that you need to spend real money to replenish. Uh, it's the same fucking format as all these exploitative games and as such I just like I found that part of it really really annoying. I liked the music. Music's nice and gentle. It's great. You know what can can I talk, talk about one specific one really hyper specific thing? Yeah. This is supposed to be a sleep tracker primarily, right? Like that's the idea is Pokemon sleep. This is the thing that helps you sleep. This is like for a thing that's a sleep tracker. Again, yes, yeah, so you have to spend a lot of time awake, but but playing it while awake. But also if, I, if I'm going to bed, I don't need like an update on what my Snorlax is up to and that he leveled up. And then now I have to like find candies or something for him right now. It's like, like, okay, no, it's time to go to bed. I need one button that I can press is like sleep now. And then that just takes me straight to the sleep screen. Yeah. And I can put my phone face down because otherwise now I'm in bed and now I've got like fucking tasks to do. I've got like activities and like that's waking me up looking at my fucking bright screen in the dark. Yeah. While I'm while uh, right now, I'm just trying to wind down and shut my eyes. Well, and that, that that's where this little thing comes in handy because right. I don't have to open the app at all to go to sleep, right? Like I just press, I hold down on this button and put it, I will, I'll, let me just take you on the journey I've been with this thing first of all. Please. Because as you see, like I have a strap affixed to it and I, at first, the first couple of nights I was like, what do I, how do I sleep with this in my bed? Like I don't, I don't want to like accidentally push the button or something because I'm like, I, um, when I was using it for Pokemon Go, I had it off to the side, like on my uh, like nightstand, and it only gave me like four hours because it's not actually tracking. It can't track you from that far away. Um, hmm. 
and it's like oh you got four hours and i'm like i didn't get four hours i slept a normal amount uh, a good amount uh so i was taking that kind of personally but yeah you're waking up and you're fucking mad at your phone yeah it's like then my like, phone's a liar i slept yeah. <laughs> for seven hours this phone doesn't know me uh but uh, once i figured out oh you do have to sleep with it in your bed I was like, okay, I'll just like strap it to my wrist. And I'm like sort of like a hands under pillow kind of sleeper to begin with. And it'll just kind of be fine under there. But that way it's, if it's strapped to my wrist, it's not going anywhere. Right. It's untrue. Absolutely untrue. I woke up one morning and my girlfriend said, you smacked me with that thing in the middle of the night. Oh my God. <laughs> like I just like whipped it at her. Like when I moved around or something, cause I yeah. wasn't holding it. It was just strapped to my wrist and I just like, beamed her with it um and so she was like you can't do that anymore i was like okay you're right uh but um but i was like but then shoot what do i do i need to sleep with this in my bed somehow and i i'm a i'm a two pillow sleeper too so i was like i'll just put it inside the second pillow and that works fine that's 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 been tracking it fine i accidentally pressed the button to turn it off one time so it didn't track my sleep and that made me actually really upset um to the point where i'm thinking of if I keep doing this, I might get a case for it that encloses around it so I can't press the button, which is an extra step, which yeah. I don't need to be hmm, doing. I shouldn't have to do that. But uh, I will say, too, I got the um, – there's, like, a free trial of this, like, premium pass that they have in the game because, like, there's, there's, there's multiple currencies in the game. You can get there – are, There are way too many currencies. They, by the way, Matt, thank you. I'll, yeah. I'll interject real quick. Thank you for bringing that up because you just reminded me I need to cancel that right now. Okay, yeah, yeah. I canceled mine. I, I, tur- okay. I canceled mine immediately. I always do this with any free trial. I, I get the free trial, and then I cancel it the second I sign up for it so that I don't have mm. to remember to uh, turn it off. Because, uh, yeah. Did you still get the bonuses, though? You do. I it's like when you I- can use it until uh, – it's until the trial ends or whatever. It, you, okay, they usually let you do cause, that. Because mine, because mine, when I went to do it, it said instead of like cancel subscription, it said end free trial, and I was worried like, oh, is that going to mean I'm going to lose all my bonuses? I thought the same thing too, but I was like, well, if I don't get it, I don't care. I'll just do it. <laughs> like I, I don't care if I lose it or whatever. And it was like, oh, you could still use it. Uh, they, they, I think they purposely might have changed the language around that kind of thing to trick you into keeping it so that you, you don't, uh, mm. you know, cancel anything. Um, so I'm a fucking sucker. That's what's yeah, going on. yeah. You're a rube. <laughs> but um i i don't know like i don't like games on my phone at all but hmm. i've found the experience of playing this game pleasurable in a, in a way that i don't quite understand um i like to see the pokemon sleeping i i, I think it's <laughs> that's cute it's really it's cute. got that's Fuck, that's really cute would. i do i like would. that i like i don't know um I missed out on changing locations the first time after the first week and I was mad. So I was at the same location for an additional week, but now I'm at the beach. Now my Snorlax is now a Snorlax is sleeping on the beach and that's kind of fun. And I thought it would be different Pokemon at the beach. There's not different Pokemon here. It's like the same guys, unfortunately. You're supposed to get more water types on the beach. I just unlocked the beach this morning. You're supposed to get more water types. I don't have any. I haven't seen not wow. a single water type. I guess I have a Psyduck in my party. Um, but yeah, I don't know. Like there's so many different things. Oh, I was saying about the currencies, right? So there's a lot yeah. of currencies. There's 
Um, you get these like sleep points that you can spend in the store, uh, and you get a you know some of those every night or something. And the now that I'm in the regular exchange program and not the premium exchange, the premium exchange you can get them at like a discount for what you have. But now that that's locked, I'm seeing uh, all the items in the regular store are sort of more expensive than what they are in the in the premium store. Um, but then in the general store, you can spend diamonds and you get diamonds by unlocking certain things or like completing different tasks and and things like that or um logging different berries or encounters of with pokemon and stuff uh i have right now my snorlax likes to have these certain types of berries so i've been switching out my parties to acquire those specific types of berries specifically so that my snorlax can uh grow uh faster because he eats when you when you give him the berries that he wants he um he grows more i guess um and yes yeah but that changes because here's the other thing yeah you get a different snorlax every week yeah which i kind of was like but i I want my snorlax yeah i don't want to keep swapping snorlaxes oh another benefit of this little device of the pokemon go plus plus yeah. Everybody, every Pokemon party has, I think, five party members, right? Uh, yeah, it's five. And you get a starter Pikachu to sort of help you through it. With this Pokemon Go Plus Plus, I have an additional helper. I have a Pikachu with a sleeping cap. And he oh, gets cute. he gets uh, little uh, berries and, and uh, ingredients for me as well. Uh, so that's so I have a party of six instead of a party of five, which is pretty cool. Um, but you can't swap him out for other ones. You can swap out anybody at any time for any for anyone. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I I do sort of like it. Uh, I think it's a little. It's bad that the best version of it has a. I guess fifty dollar paywall, right, for the for yeah. the device, because like the device is, you don't want. I don't think you should have to sleep with something in your bed, as an adult. <laughs> like it's like it's hard. Like it's like that's like I hit my girlfriend with it, and I didn't want to. It was a yeah. complete accident. Um, well, and also like I think that just speaks to again. It's just like why is this thing a a plastic ball that you have to a disc that you have to set down somewhere? It's like why isn't it soft? Shouldn't this be like. Yeah, why is it why why isn't it soft? Or, 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 and also, I was just gonna say like, why isn't it like a Fitbit? If we're gonna say like, hey, this is gonna be a sleep tracker, yeah. why isn't this something you wear on your wrist? Well, because I know that like the Pokemon Company, I actually don't know who designed this. It's for mm-hmm. Pokemon Go and Pokemon Sleep. Both games are made by different developers. Uh, uh, Start button does Pokemon Sleep, and I think it's actually Select, select button. button. Not that uh, it matters that much. Select button does Sleep, and and is it Niantic yeah, or Niantic? Niantic. I how to say it. Uh, hey guys, I think this election I'm gonna Pokemon Sleep to the polls. <laughs> Thank you, Matt. Um, but yeah, it should be soft <sighs> or something. If it was like a plush or something, even that I would that'd be better. Or if it was like a uh. Like, like they were saying, like a wrist thing, because the there was a, a pedometer that came. You guys are really laughing still. I'm just kidding. I'll do my civic duty and vote. <laughs> what happened? What did you do? 
I'm sorry. I missed it. Did you just grunt? No, it was uh it was a combination of first off, I liked the joke. And then Heather was so upset by it that she like sighed audibly, oh. which I'm not sure if you heard. I didn't hear it because I was that made going me laugh on and on. Even uh. more. And then she started laughing. Because I and saw then we you got laughing. caught in the loop. Uh, I, I, what, I, what I was going to say was Pokemon yeah. Gold or Heart Gold and Soul, Soul Silver for the DS came with a pedometer that hmm. I think we talked about in the show in the past. We did. They call, yes. they, it's, it's of the pedometers you can get. One of the more accurate ones. <laughs> like, say, it's somehow so wow. good. Uh, and so I would want this to be similar. Also, that one is a better size. It's a little, it's like half the size of this. Uh, it's a little smaller. Um, but I don't, yeah, I don't know why. I don't know why it's not soft or something. It should just be, or less obtrusive. I shouldn't be able there's to whip so it in the night. Many, there's yeah. so many choices from the Pokemon company that. You're like, what, why, why, why are you doing this, guys? What are you, why are you doing yeah. this? Because if they, if they put out a, a good product, not the best, but like not broken in some visible way, whether it be sleeping with a hard disc on your, on your bed or your hot phone face down or uh, <laughs> the the Pokemon, the most recent Pokemon game being as buggy and as sort of lackluster as it was. Yeah. Like if, if they, if, and especially when you compare that experience with the original Pokemon experience where you're like, holy shit, there's 150 of these guys. Like I can, I can go around and find all these guys in a Game Boy game. Yeah. Or in the in the next one where it was like, holy shit, the entire original game and this game are all on the same cartridge. Like they were maximizing their reward to you, the player. And with the m most recent Pokemon stuff, you're like, what do you, what do you do? Like they just, I was I was pretty, I was a pretty robust Pokemon Go player. Yes. And then they removed the remote raid passes that would allow you to participate in raids that you weren't physically at. And that to me was I, like, I was like, why would you punish the people who want to play this game? Like, mm -hmm. yes. why, why would you do that to us? Uh, um, that, I that I think, Oh, sorry. Finish your thought. I will not be continuing on my Pokemon sleep journey because Unlike the sort of masochism of continuing Final Fantasy 16, for me, there was no there. They, like there are moments in Final Fantasy 16 where I'm like, OK, that was that was kind of nice. I got one shotted by a guy and I was like in Final Fantasy 16, I was like, oh, finally, I've died. Uh, that's great. Finally, I've died. <laughs> uh, that, well, that's part of my my serotonin hit in a game is the struggle against death. Right, like if I can one hundred percent. If I can totally conquer agree. death, then I get a serotonin bump, and then I feel good. I am become like every, death. and that's why Fortnite <laughs> is so addictive to me. It's because every encounter you have with a stranger is a, a fight against death. But in Pokemon Sleep, not that you die in Pokemon games, but in Pokemon Sleep, you don't. 
it's not good. It stressed me out. And it, and, and because it stresses me, the human being out, it lowers my defenses against actual death. Yeah. Like <laughs> if I'm, if you sleep if bad, I'm tired yes. from Pokemon sleep, I'm more likely to die in real life. So yeah. if I die in this game, I die in real life. What were you going to say, Nick? Oh, well, I just you 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 were ta- one of one of your points you were making earlier is just about how you know, you would think that that, that they would want to make something that, that they like they want to make a Pokémon product for their fans, for their active users that they would be like engaged with and enjoy. And it just made me think of like the Pokémon Sleep experience and I and how it, it it related to my Pokémon Go experience, which I did overall enjoy, but it is a very frustrating product. And if you look at the I just brought it up, but, you know, periodically I'll browse the Pokemon Go subreddit just to see uh, how people are are reacting to it. And it's always just like people complaining. It's always just everyone's upset. And we know fandoms complain. Fandoms love to complain. But it feels like the Pokemon Go uh, fan base is particularly tormented. It's all, yeah. all threads like whose decision was it to add this? Who the fuck verified this route? Uh, you know, I have no idea what I was getting in this quest. It's everyone's like that. And and I looked at the Pokemon Sleep subreddit, which I hadn't yet. It's the same sort of thing. Everyone's just like, uh, the berry nerf feels terrible. Uh, <laughs> Snorlax's favorite be- berries are not always random. Uh, we need more transparency about gameplay changes. Uh, here's one. Do you think the game promotes oversleeping? Because here's a, this this person who's making a fucking this post. That somebody's like uh, boss. That's a CEO pose. That sucks. Get the <laughs> shit out of there. I think everyone's getting too much sleep. Fuck off. <laughs> well, here here's the here's what I'll say. Yeah. The post is uh, the post is arguing is like this person is hitting uh, eight eight to eight and a half hours of sleep. They're hitting one hundred in the sleep rating because you get a sleep rating, which again another source of anxiety. Yeah. Oh fuck, I got a seventy six sleep rating. What the fuck did I do wrong? I did see that Heather of the three of us because you can also share <laughs> your uh, yeah. uh, your data with uh, friends. Heather slept the best of us of the three today. <laughs> <laughs> but also my still the fucking, best at this game yeah. too. My my app crashed. Uh, two nights ago. Oh God! And uh, I woke up and my phone had completely rebooted. So I only got a sleep score of four out of a hundred, oh, and so I was annoying. like getting like 90, 95, 98. And yeah. um, you can't. So then I was like, well, I'll just I'll input my actual sleep data, like my my sleep time from my Apple Watch. Mm-hmm. But it kept saying for no reason at all. You are, uh, you cannot enter this data because it overlaps with a pre-existing sleep that that you were tracking, which like it, there was no. It was an extremely frustrating minor annoyance to not be able to get my score back to where it should be, which also threw off my entire metrics for the game for the week. Like it took my average sleep time from seven hours and 45 minutes down to four hours for the week. And I was like, fuck, 
fuck you. I should be able to delete. <laughs> yeah, this that'd be night good. Yes. Sleep. Yeah, yeah. Just just a bunch of annoyances like that. I had a similar thing where like I was like I felt I went to bed. I fell asleep. I was awake for like an I was asleep for like an hour or two, and then I woke up, and then I was like awake for like two or three hours, and then when I went back to bed, it was like a it was like you've already logged an activity. You could like I like not enough time had passed since my last sleep that I could log another sleep, and I was like, but this that was like me. That was like a fake sleep, and now I'm gonna go to real sleep because my body's just working that way. Uh, and to, to finish my what I was saying about the oversleeping post, mm. this person's hitting 100, which which part of what happens when you sleep is that your Pokemon get their energy back. But still getting 100 scores, their Pokemon aren't really resetting to full energy. And that's because... Again, the way this game is monetized, they are trying to sell you incenses. And if you use a rest incense while you're sleeping or you give special candies to your Pokemon, that will boost their energy. But anyway, even if you're playing this game perfectly, playing it perfectly in terms of getting the right amount of sleep uh, for the right amount of hours, you're still not getting your Pokemon fully recharged. You still are supposed to spend currency uh, to to try to, to boost them. It just kind of fucking... Just everything about this. It's just another one of those things with mobile games that just feels so craven. Also, getting as an adult in order to get 100%, you have to sleep eight and a half hours. Yes. Which is fucking ridiculous. That's a lot. If you have a job and kids and etc. There's plenty of sleep studies also that show a correlation between seven and a half hours of sleep and longevity. And... If you are going to encourage healthy habits in your player base, then you should also be using science to establish those healthy habits. And I have never seen anybody be like eight and a half hours of sleep is what you're supposed to be getting as an adult. I've seen studies from the National Institute of Health, which say people who sleep for seven hours a night live the longest. They're 12. They're if you sleep eight hours, you're 12% more likely to die than if you sleep seven and a half or seven hours. So like, I don't know, man, it's, there's a lot to be frustrated about this game. Yeah. Doesn't the, isn't the eight hours of sleep one of those things that like it comes down to, you know, it, 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 that, that's, that's another thing that's just like derived from capitalism, right? Like, wasn't there a time where there were like eight hours to sleep, eight hours to work, eight hours to do what you will? Like, it was like dividing the day into thirds yeah. uh, so that a third of it could be claimed by your employer. I, I forget where that came from. I routinely get about like six and a half hours of sleep is pretty normal for me. Uh, and well, here's the thing. I don't feel good like, like <laughs> i don't feel great all the time uh but it's like usually like enough if i can get more i get more but i don't uh try to like maximize like my my sleep in any sort of way i will say that this did cause me a little bit of stress in some nights because i would wake up feeling that i had pushed the button and it was like, oh, mm, shoot, sure. like, I, now I got to fuss with this to put it back on or something. Uh, mm. Or, uh, you know, uh, I don't think the start of my week I got a good amount of sleep. But last night I felt like I I, I don't I don't track it that I, I'm not used to tracking it. So, like, I thought the data, even if it's imperfect, was like interesting, at least. I sure. was like, oh, like, that's, I, I guess I do sort of move around a lot in the night. So maybe I'm not fully asleep at all times or whatever. Um, cause I am a pretty light sleeper. Like, it doesn't take much to, to wake me up. Um, but I don't know. I, I might 
keep playing it, I I I I, I like to see I, I like to see them. I like <laughs> I, 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 I and that's enough. And I haven't if if it gets to the point where it's like because I don't have the premium pass anymore that it becomes challenging to me yeah. somehow. I'm out because I'm not gonna buy. I, I won't buy anything in this game. I just won't spend actual money. I I won't. Um, but so if it gets to a point where it seems like I have to do something like that, Pokemon dead. I'll delete. Nice try. <laughs> uh, but as as it stands right now, it's been sort of like a fun little thing to me to add to the routine and. Uh, it's only like one more extra thing I have to do before I go to sleep because I don't have to look at the screen. I, I right. I, once I'm phoned down, I'm phoned down. But they really shouldn't make it so that you have to put your phone in your bed. That's really bad. That is annoying. <laughs> that's that's my least favorite part of it. I don't. I usually my my phone. This is the first time my phone has like been in my bedroom in like you know a couple years. Yeah. Uh, so it's you that, have a phone that, that's that, also that a vampire, right? Really. <laughs> you have to invite it in. Yeah. <laughs> sleeps in a coffin yeah. <laughs> uh during the I, day i think that i would have been more likely to continue using the app if you could use your apple watch yeah like if you could sync it that way that'd be good if you could just sync it uh, i i think i would have probably stayed on board a little sure. bit longer but i i've deleted the app as of today wow so that i because i was like i don't i like nick i don't sleep with my phone in my bedroom um, if there's an emergency, I have my watch, but like, I, I purposefully have been leaving my phone outside of the bedroom so that the only thing that I can like put into my brain is a book, like something not, you know, right. activating, Yes. uh, in order to get a good night of sleep. Cause I, like Nick, I also have had a, a lifetime of, um, of difficulty sleeping and, uh, the medication I'm on also is uh, uh, one of the side effects is insomnia. So it's been like a focused, driven, like treating sleep as combat, like perfecting my my uh, my loadout before I head to battle yeah. is really important to me. Can I just say, as your guys' friend, uh, I'm sorry I made you guys do something that made your life worse for a little bit of time. <laughs> that's podcasting, baby. Yeah. Uh, oh, I, I do want to... Matt, that's really sweet. Yeah, and that's no, really no, sweet. No, kind of bad. No, no, nothing. No, yeah. no, no, no. No, you don't, you don't no, even feel bad at all. Yeah, no. I'm, I'm glad I, we did this. Yeah, all good, all good. It was, it, uh, I wouldn't have done this... Well, no, I totally would have done this for one night, and then I would have been like, yeah. I feel like... Uh, I'm gonna go crazy, so I'll stop. But it was—I love doing stuff for this show. And hey, okay, good. making our lives worse was the was the genesis of this show to begin. That's with. true. That's true. That's a great point. So uh, I, I I have one. I have two more things to add before we wrap it up because I, I and we're getting towards the end here. But uh, the first thing is when you're so each Pokemon each day you get a new sleep style or you know sometimes a, a, an existing one of a Pokemon either a po new Pokemon shows up or you know one of your guys is just like there just 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 taking a snooze. Uh, so I got a Cubone today. Nice. Uh, and and the Cubone is a slumbering type Pokemon. Uh, and he was doing a weepy sleep. So like, you know, whatever, it'll be like a, a, a well, Geodude will be like face covering sleep. Yeah. And here's the <laughs> caption for weepy sleep or our pseudo Wudo uh, would be like, you know, tree sleep, whatever. He's sleeping like a tree. Uh, weepy sleep. It's been found crying in its sleep, 
Perhaps the tears come because it's dreaming of its deceased mother. Uh, oh, yeah. Well, that's... I know that's part of the lore, but that is that's a bleak it's thing. It's so to put sad. Into this game. Yeah, it's it, <laughs> it's such a bummer. It's a, it's it's a it's like such a bummer and also like such a like funny thing that they like continue to just hit every time Cubone's in a Pokemon game. Like, oh, he's yeah. like this because he's wearing his mom's skull. <laughs> like what? And he's dreaming yeah, about it. Yeah, it sucks. Um, uh, the the other the other thing I wanted to note is that uh, this is a Heather Ann Campbell tweet from uh, May twenty eighth, twenty nineteen. Uh, finally, with Pokemon Sleep, I can gamify my nightmares. <laughs> so this has been on your radar for a while. <laughs> and it kind of did do that. Um, it yep. did, yeah. Yeah. Well, guys, I'm sorry, uh, but I think I think I think it was good. We did it. Um, I think it was. You know, it's like it. It came out. It's like a. It's uh it's something that a video game podcast would cover. Um, and now we don't have to do it anymore. We're done with it. 100%. I'm glad I, I will. I, I probably will keep doing it. But, uh, I, cause I, cause I, because I, I bought a thing, right? Like I did buy the peripheral. So I do feel yeah. like I probably will stick yeah. with it. Uh, until I decide that I no longer want to do this or, you know, some other uh, nighttime uh, injury befalls uh, my loved one. <laughs> but uh, give, give us updates on how it goes. I will. Yeah. I will. Should we do it? Should we do a segment? Oh, yeah. Let's do a segment. OK. Uh, first, I want to give credit to uh, Gator Sacks 2010 in our Discord for suggesting this. They wrote this in uh, on the Discord, and I thought it sounded like a fun idea, so I'm giving it a spin here. Can Heather and Nick guess the game based on a brief clip of a boss theme? It's time for Who's the Boss? Ooh. So what I'm going to do is... I'm gonna Angela? <laughs> Mona? Oh, no. <laughs> Fucking sitcom that no one under 40 remembers. <laughs> I, I remember it. That's why I call it that, but... Uh... <laughs> but I did sort of I don't know what it's about <laughs> but I know the name and I know Tony Danza um, Tony Danza he lives with Angela and Mona and he's always saying their names <laughs> well, that's that's the show um, so what I'm gonna do and you're wondering who's the boss in this household and nobody actually knows right that's the thing yeah uh, so what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna play a brief clip of a boss theme and you have to tell me what game it's from bonus point if you can tell me who the boss is See, this is going to be. I'm already t predicting this is going to be too hard. But well, I'm 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 excited. Here's to the thing about the games that I make: mm -hmm. they could be too hard, or they could be too easy. <laughs> 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 That's why you have an opportunity to get two points here. Okay. Great. Okay. So why don't we play the 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 first one here? Uh, this might this might be. Who knows what this will be? Let's see. Heather. Super Mario 3. Heather has a point. That was from Super Mario Oof. Brothers 3. Can you tell me the boss for an additional point? Yeah, she can tell you the boss. <sighs> it's one of the... I don't... Uh, it's... If you I'm had to take a with... guess... I'm going to guess Bowser. Heather's great. Right. Two points on the board for Heather. Wow. Uh, okay. 
Let's do the, let's do the next one. I have by by the way, I have beaten Super Mario Brothers three. I beat that on NES back in the day as a kid, and uh, that is a a boss fight that's. I feel like typically anticlimactic for a Super Mario Brothers game. You just kind of kind of avoid Bowser as he stomps through the bricks, right? That's the that's that that's one. kind of like all of them. Not, I feel like not until yes. like they get like not until like three D Mario do like Bowser fights become like kind of interesting. But even Super Mario sixty four, yeah. those I feel like the Bowser fights are fucking easy. Yeah, you just, oh, you just grab loop his around tail. the guy, grab Great. his tail, and spin. It's fun, but it's make him know, look like an idiot. You know. Yeah, yeah. Uh, all right, let's go on to the next one. Odyssey had a great final act. Oh yes, with Bowser, that was awesome. Mm-hmm. Here we go. This is the the next the next uh, boss theme. This sounds very from soft, but maybe I'm being led in a different direction. Heather. Because it's a... Hmm. Heather. Millennia. Goddess of Rot. That is incorrect. Fuck! <laughs> but I... But... Because remember, we're guessing the game first. Oh, shit. Well... I mean... Elden Ring. Okay, Heather gets one. But then Millennia. The the boss is incorrect. I'll play I'll play a little bit more. Uh, I'm just gonna guess Godric. Is it Godric? Ah, oh, that is incorrect. It is Margaret the Fell Omen. Oh, it's the first big gatekeeping boss. Okay. Margaret the Fell Omen. Definitely a track I heard a bunch of times. Yeah, I heard it uh, 50 times probably. <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's go on to the, the next one right here. Here we go. God of War is inc- oh yeah that is incorrect oh yeah, no, that sound that what that sounded like when it, okay we can play some more of it. okay so that that chord there is sounding very Final Fantasy. God of War, that first melody there. I'm going to guess... Would you do something this recent, though? I'll, I'll guess Final Fantasy 16. Oh, that is incorrect. No, it's not. Definitely not from that. It's definitely is it a Final not, Fantasy? It is not a Final Fantasy game. Mm, what's the game? It is from Breath of the Wild. Oh, that's from Breath of the Wild. Wow. And it is Calamity Ganon's music. Oh, there you go. That's what it is. Mm. A banger. An absolute banger. Uh but here, let's move another track I've heard a bunch. Let's uh let's move on to this one. I know that maybe times. you maybe you've heard this one a lot too. 
I know what this is. I'm gonna let it go for a little bit. Weiger. Nick. I was hoping, I was hoping it'll get to the part. Here, just let it play, because it's gonna get to a good part. Uh, this is, uh, this is Chrono Trigger. Nick, that's incorrect. Okay, Heather. shit. Heather. Final Fantasy VI. Heather gets a point. Fuck. I thought we were about to get kick into the world revolution part in Chrono Trigger. You want to tell me who the boss was? No, I don't have any idea. <laughs> it's been too long. Uh, I think it might be the first... It might be the first boss that you fight, but I don't know who that was. It's like ice... Like an ice person. <laughs> that's, uh... That's incorrect. Nick, do you want to take a guess? Uh, I'll guess uh, Kefka. Nick gets a point. Nick, finally, I'm on, the, on board. the board. Is this the one? Now, is this the final boss fight? This is the final boss you know? fight in the game. Okay, right. got it. So, uh, a great a great tune. Yeah. Fucking so, great. at least had. All right, I'm fucking. I'm getting shit housed here, but at least I at least had it as a Super Nintendo RPG. I'm going to be obvious, seeing but. that man perform live. Yeah. Kafka? Uh, I, no, uh, Nobuo I can't believe Matsu. you'd go support I'm Kafka. To, I'm going to a Norwegian video game conference called Retro Mesa in Sandefjord in Norway uh, on, I think, August 19th. Um, he's playing live. Like, he's playing. Wow. Which is pretty fucking hype. And then I'm also seeing David Wise, who's the... Um, Donkey Kong Country composer that we love. So that's, that's I, 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 somebody on Twitter likened it to um, as if you booked Nobuo Ametsu to your local pub. Wow. It's such a small. <laughs> that's cool. Yeah. Super excited. All right. Let's get back this, to the game. It's still anybody's game. Nick just got one point, okay, but like there's a couple. I have two more. You okay, could still pull pull out ahead. Here's the next all one. Right, all right. Weiger. Nick. I mean, this is Metal Gear Solid 3. Okay, who's the... Do you want to say who it's against? Which of the which of the many Metal Gear Solid 3 bosses is this one played or uh, is it is it the end? That is incorrect. Damn it. Fuck, this fucking song is such a bop. It's really so good. God damn! <laughs> So good. Nobody has a guess about who the boss is. Oh, in Metal Gear Solid 3? Yeah. I've only played it that once. Um, the one with the eye patch. <laughs> that's, also, that's also the end. Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, but that could be anybody also. Uh, it's... I tricked you. It's... How did it, it's the it's boss? It's the boss. It? You son of a nice. bitch. Nice. I should have just guessed that. Uh, 
Okay, one more. Here we go. Jesus Christ. Heather. Heather. Silent Hill 2? That is correct. Pyramid Head. Yes? What? It's actually two Pyramid Heads, but I'll let you have it. Oh, okay. <laughs> it's the song that plays with Pyramid Head. You today. win anyway. <laughs> uh, and, and Heather's our winner for the very first Who's the Boss? Thanks, uh, Gator Sacks 2010. I found that difficult. I found that It challenge. was pretty hard. That was. It was a pretty easy game for me. Ooh, I don't right, know about you guys. <laughs> By the way, I put I put the Chrono Trigger uh, last boss theme, World Revolution, uh, when you're fighting Lavos. I put that in the chat. So I just... I know it's a little bit more major key than the Final Fantasy VI one. But it's similar. But I got it confused because of the same sort of, like, ramp up. But then let, let's just play a little bit because there's, there's a part where it fucking hits. Nick is smiling and bopping up and down in his chair, and he looks like he's... This is the happiest he's been all record. Here we go. Oh. That's extremely good shit. Yeah. That's the track to play when you want to feel like you can do anything. Right before you go to sleep... <laughs> I think I remember uh, boss themes segment. because it's the only time I'm actually excited in a game. Yeah. Like mm. I'm I'm waiting for the big fights. So I I'm like, oh, these are great. This is the best part of a game. Is there a game that's only boss fights? I guess that's Shadow of the Colossus. Yeah. Elden Ring is kind of I mean, any FromSoft game yeah. is all boss fights, really, because you could die at any time. <laughs> Punch out. It's kind yeah, of all boss yeah. fights. Yeah, yeah. All right. I well. hear just hearing the Metal Gear Solid Three um, theme. I can't wait to play it again. <laughs> I can't wait. I love. I love it. Uh, well, hey, what is that remaster coming out this year? I don't is think the remaster or the remakes coming out, but the the collection uh, is coming out, and I will buy it on Switch, and okay. I'll play it on Switch. I'll, I will play. The, I will play that game again this year. Well, there we go. Hey, that's this week's Get Played. Our engineering is by Alex Gonzalez, Dead Air Alex G on Twitter and Instagram. Also, we got Get Animated behind the paywall. And Heather, we're continuing our coverage of the melancholy of Harui Suzumiya. Yeah, so the boys are on a journey. And what's that journey? It's the season two journey of the melancholy of Haruhi Suzumiya, where we are currently about to uh, cover episodes 15 and 16. Is that correct? That's right. Of... Um, of the melancholy of Haruhi Suzumiya. Uh, and yeah, you can watch along or you can listen to them get demoralized. You don't have to watch the show. You can just you can just listen to the boys get demoralized on patreon.com slash get played for all your get animated content. The demoralization has been relatively recent because overall I really enjoy the show. It's just it, it has an interesting arc right now. Great. There we go. And guys? And then what? I, 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 I'm just, uh, I'm just, you know, I'm just a little tired. I think I might, I might go back to Pokemon sleep.
Okay. <laughs> me, 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 me. Well, Matt's enjoying a gentle night's sleep. <laughs> me, 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 okay. Seems as if this week he got played. <laughs> oh, guys, I had the craziest nightmare. <laughs> what happened? We were recording a podcast. No, that's been the last few years. Ah! <laughs> <laughs>